This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you decent podcasts since 2013. I am Damian Lemon. And I am the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. <laughs> we are here in the conversation. It's a late edition. We out here chilling. No kicking doubt. It. No doubt. Not late for y'all, but we out here in these, these uh, you know, uh, ebony skies. That means it's dark outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here having a good time, hey, man. man. What's up, man? Where you, where you been? All right. Man. Coming back with all this joy. <laughs> Ebony skies. I was in Chicago. I was in the Shah. No you doubt. know what I mean? That's I'll, Ebony City. Yeah, well, you know, it's segregated. You know what I <laughs> oh, mean? You, gotta, you, was, you wasn't on the Ebony side. I wasn't side. on the Ebony side. <laughs> I was on the whiter side of Chicago. Um, <laughs> I would love to go to the south side, but again, I'm not just going to go out there with no Sherpa. Okay. No, no fort, no, uh, you know, no, no game plan. I think by now we should have a Chicago Sherpa. We do. Shout out to my man Enrico, Enrico, right, but right, he right. was running he, and gunning. He, he, Enrico keep you on the on the white side of town too. Now. Okay, well there that goes. Shout out to my man Hannibal, but he was out of the he was out of the city. So no I didn't again like I don't. You know, what's so funny about Chicago because it is so black, right? It's segregated, but it is so black. I feel like I gotta be related to a, a couple motherfuckers out there. You probably are. You know what I mean? And it's just like, damn, that's the frustrating thing about it. Because I want to go out there, and I want to be amongst it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? See what's what. You know. But again, I'm not gonna just for dolo. Right. Right. But right. Uh, other than that, I had a great time. The shows were dope. No doubt. Shout out to Zany. Shout out to the crew over there. Everybody, man, showing me love. No doubt. Uh, shout out to the people that came out, the openers. We had a great fucking time out there. Uh, what else happened out in Chicago, man? Shout out to Lou Malnati's. Shout out to... Illuminati. Not the Illuminati, but Lou Malnati's is a good ass deep dish pizza spot out there no, that I, like I, I, I tend to go to that's when that's I'm out they there. Call it now. Yeah, Illuminati's. Lou Malnati. Some good ass uh, pizza. So I did that. <laughs> I did uh, Warm Belly Bakery. Um, you know, I fell through the RSVP gallery to see what was good over there. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to uh, what's that? That's uh, Don C's um, oh, okay. store. It's popping. It's, sure. it's, it's a nice little, you know, well curated, expensive, sure. luxury items. Six hundred dollar hat, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of, lot of pricey tchotchkes. Yeah. But it's some cool shit in there too. Shout out to Prentice. Shout out to uh, King Marie. You know, I'm out here shouting them out. No shout, doubt. This is shout out. Since we shouting them out. Shout out. Keep going. What's up? What you got? <laughs> now, I was in Philly. Okay. So, you know, Layla Gam came through. You oh. Know she always show up. 
you know what I'm saying, when we in the conversation. Is LG the number one fan? Is she the number one I, conversationalist? I, mean, I don't know if we the ranking only, them. She's the only one we be seeing all the time. It came with Actually, I saw in Atlanta, I saw my man Yusef 305. Oh, shout out That's to- That's the second time I done ran in him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He from Miami. Okay. But I, you know what I'm saying, when I was in Atlanta, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, he ran up on me earlier this summer. Uh-huh. So when I was in the spot after my little mirror incident, Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, had, I was cooled out. I was chilling. Yo. And he came through and was like, yeah, what up? I was like, oh, what man? Yo, let me tell you something, man. That mirror incident <laughs> is really resonating out there. I, <laughs> I, I was in Chicago, a couple conversationalists. I guess we call them conversationalists for yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple conversationalists came through the shows and one of them was like, yo, I listen all the time. That story that Ali told about the mirror. That shit was hilarious. Because I feel like many people have been in that situation. So to the point where, like I said, when you was telling me last week, I was like, I feel like this is going to be a mirror situation. Many people have been there, man. But that that shit was a hit. Oh, my goodness. That shit was funny as fuck. I had to laugh at myself on that one. That's why I told it. Because the cat I was with, he was like, man... I was like, man, I'm going to tell that story on the podcast. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, man. (laughs) Motherfucker, why you ain't tell me that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, man. So Philly was cool? Yeah, it was cool, but it was in and out, man. It was like we ran through real quick, did it, did the shoot over downtown at this little Painted Bride, I think it's the name of the spot is. It's a gallery, Uh theater type of thing. Uh Theater type of thing, you know. So we ran in, we did the Bombay Artisan Series, you know what I'm saying? They did the winner, we shot it up, got the content, you know what I'm saying? Did the interviews, shot the pictures. Same artists from the last No, no, no. Each city has their own artists. Who so won in this city? I don't, I don't remember okay. her name, but she made like a little crochet flower that was like halfway up the wall and shit. Oh, wow. You know what I'm Dedication. Yeah. I mean, you know, to win, you think you had to really go No, win. I mean, you got to... Like, the shits that I've been seeing winning uh-huh. have been really like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This is like some real time and right. not just a painting. Like in Atlanta, a painting one. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know what I'm saying? It was very a thorough painting. Okay. A lot of times, it'd be like the last year the cat that won was he did these Lego incarnations of luxury bags and shit so it'd be like uh, a, a louis vuitton trunk with a bag with that's another select. trunk and that's, another trunk and it's like lego and that's then dope. like a hermes bag just all lego and, and he shit. paints the legos nah he just it's just intricate wow. as lego piece. that makes the fucking logos yeah. and it looked like no it's a whole fucking either a bag or the or the he did a shopping bag. He did a fucking Louis Vuitton trunk. Uh-huh. He did MCM backpacks, right. like three of them, like a right. like a blue, white, right. and a red. And them shits, you know what I'm saying? They look like the shits, but they Lego. You know what I'm saying? Slick. So that shit, he went. You know what I'm saying? He was That's all the way out there with awesome that. installation. You know yeah, shit. it's very installation. Like the installation shit. You know what I'm saying? Get you. Probably yeah. a better chance from what I see. Then a nigga just doing some strokes on, you know the, on the canvas. <laughs> I mean, you know, cats of Hebrew Brentley has won. Shout with, out to Hebrew Brentley. Yo, Chicago. yo, they, listen, he all over the streets. No doubt. He's yeah. been all over the streets. Yeah. I, we interviewed him in 2009 uh-huh. on, a, we was doing a Ford piece. It was my first branded content piece when I first decided I was going to do this shit. Right. My first one, we went to five cities and Chicago was one of them. And we met Hebrew Brantley. And, um, you know, he broke down kind of like the history of like how art 
how art came to be as it is in Chicago now. Mm. So in the 60s when uh, I think I guess it was FDR or whoever, uh, they, they had an art fund, a black arts fund mm. that, you know what I'm saying, they spent a lot of money on artists and, and public murals and shit like that in Chicago. And even after that went away, that was like a... It was part of the culture. Right. So like cats like Hebrew and all these other cats out there were already drawing these big ass public murals. Right. So, you know, that's it's part of the whole Chicago culture. There's a lot of murals out there right. too. It's dope. And, and I know you we talked about it the other day. You were saying, you know, it's a lot of, you know, cool artists, cool culture people right. in Chicago. And that's probably like they are descendants of that time when right. when it was finance but then it just became part of the culture you kind of feel that way like i see from the people that i know from chicago that are in art and sub capacity there's definitely like a community that Mm -hmm. it's like they nurture each other you know what i mean like they create programs artist driven programs uh city funded programs that really like indulge these artists and you see that shit all over the walls of chicago it's it's dope right Yo, you just got to put up a tag. Yo, <laughs> no, but speaking of that, speaking of art and speaking of New York, putting up a tag, I don't know if it's uh, social media, primarily Instagram or what, mm-hmm. but I feel like graffiti is having a hell of a resurgence right now. On the streets or in the, the street, at galleries? On the streets, in the galleries, on the gram, everywhere. Like I see, a, on the streets in particular, I see a lot of people getting up. I see a lot of tags. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of throw-ups. I see, um, you know, shout out to my man Miro. I see him getting busy, mm-hmm. going hard. There's a hell of a, my phone is dead right now, so I can't go through my podcast. There's a podcast called, I want to say, it's either In These Words or something about letters. It's a graffiti podcast. If you like the graffiti head, like they sit down with these, you know, artists that are famed and shit like that. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's a it's a graffiti revolution popping again. Yeah, man. I I, I damn near want to start doing some throw ups on the low. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Like for real, I feel I'm getting the bug. Is it is it gentrified graffiti or is it just you know what I'm saying? I think it's still for the culture. I think it's for the culture. I think it's still scary. I think graffiti. Well, I want to talk about this too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's obviously some gentrification probably going on in it but i feel like graffiti is one of those things it's one of those elements right but it's one of those pieces of the culture that was kind of always still on the periphery they kind of maintain their bit of integrity like integrity run deep in graffiti more so than a lot of the other shit because you know you don't see heavy bags being thrown at graffiti you know what i mean people get them but it's not like it's not like the uh, the destination. Like, you remember right. when hip-hop was like, you was just dope to be dope on your block, dope in your neighborhood, people know you was hot, you know right. what I mean? Then after a while, it was like, that's cool that you dope, but are you getting paper? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there's people out there right. getting paper, you know, there's, I mean, there's yeah. big dog, you know, cars and, right. you know, right. them type of cats. But there's still, there still seems to be, like, there still seems to be, a, like, a lore for the cats that just, they just go bombing at night and then right. they just all over the city. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they still kind of, you know, hide out in the shadows. The only time you see them is when you see their name getting up, you right, know? Right, right. 
And then I say this last thing about graffiti. I, I was talking to Meryl. This was a while ago, but I, I kind of, in that conversation, it hit me. Graffiti might have been my most initial direct introduction to marketing and branding. You know what I mean? Well, I'm a, well I, I, could, I could dig that. Go ahead, explain why. Though. Just because it was like, if you, like, if you really want to be known, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? First of all, it was all about getting up, right? Mm -hmm. so you want to be a king, right? You want to you wanna get known. You want your name everywhere. You want it to, you know, you want people to know who you are, your crew, blah, blah, blah. People going over you, that's a problem. But it was just about building a building name, borough by borough, uh, city by city. But like, oh, shit, we know who that person is. That was mm -hmm. like your first kind of personal brand. Right, you know what I mean, and um, it's just something interesting about it. Right, see, where I, where I'm from, you know, what I'm saying we didn't have the graffiti like that on the walls, uh -huh. walls, you know, what I'm saying, so it wasn't big as an art form in the streets like that. But you know, once you start to see it, like after the Wild Style documentary came out, the Wild Style movie came out, right. You start to see it, and then you you know you tried it in your in your notepad. So right. it, was, it was the thing to have it on your notebook. So you know, what I'm saying right. have your little sketch pad and shit. And then once, I, when you talk about the personal branding part of it, once I developed my own little the way I did my name right. as far as my little tag, you know what I'm saying? I never painted it nowhere, no shit like that. But I just started immediately once I got it, once I saw it, <coughs> it was a. It became a part of, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a logo. Because of, yeah, it was a logo for yourself. It was discovering yourself and who you are. And and once you had it, it was like, right. It's me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the way I could write my name in that shit. Right. On my, you know what I'm saying? How you put your name on your work in school and shit. Right. And then you just write your name in that way. Right. And instead of the regular way, instead of cursive and shit, you just write your name in your little graffiti way. Yeah. And then you get it off. Right. And then now it's like, oh shit, mm -hmm. I can get this off. Flexing a little bit. I am who I am. You're tapping you know into something. So yeah, you tapped into being able to create who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. With that shit. And then, you know, actually once you add the music and all that other shit to it, you you know, it was a whole nother thing. It was like that moment when the time was shifting and right. you was finding your place in it. And, you know, and graffiti did, you know, help define that place. Right. And even now the way I sign my name is based on that that initial really? joint. And um you know for a long time I paid no attention to it, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it's real it's real high, you know what I'm saying? A right. real high, you know what I'm saying? The a up and down right. joint. So I was in uh Detroit and I was I went to this bookstore and I was, you know, some black lady owned this bookstore. <clears throat> and I charged the, the books that I bought, and then I signed my name. She was like, oh, look at that signature. Mm -hmm. That is an architectural event. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. well, that First of all, that remark was smooth. <laughs> I was like, You can tell she work around books. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what I'm saying? But I had forgot That's an architectural where that shit came from. You know what I'm saying? You had been doing it so long, you just, just do it. But when somebody called it out, it's like, yeah. It was meant to be that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have never called it that, but right. thank you for the terminology because now I'm going to use that shit. It's like getting dressed. It's, yeah. You know, it's just part of your flesh, part of who you are. So speaking of that, just on a side note, I was walking down 81st Street and I seen this this older black lady. She had to be at least 70 years old. Mm -hmm. She had on like a little 
like a Cab Calloway zoot suit type of vibe, <laughs> but it was like a neutral. It was like neutral and linen. Right. So it was relaxed and it wasn't as super vibrant, but it was definitely baggy and you know what I mean? She had a hat tilted at a, at a, a super ill angle <laughs> and she was just chilling in front of her building. And it was funny because she was, you know how like when you watch, like you think of like the zoot suit, keep people... Like if you ever think about that Janet Jackson video with Cab Calloway in it, right. and you think about or like Dick Tracy or whatever them type of cats, like they'd always be the person on the corner that's like, like, right. like snapping their fingers and shit. <laughs> she wasn't snapping her fingers, but she was like tossing them. She had a couple coins and she just kept tossing in the air, like ching, to ching, keep that rhythm going, just to keep the rhythm. And you could tell she was just out there like. Check out this motherfucking fit I got on <laughs> at at least 70 plus. Right, right. And I wasn't mad at that. Shout out to, you know, all uh, the seniors that still keep that, you know, that still throw that shit on, that still dress for the day. Man, got to be, man. That's, yeah. that, I, you know. That's who she is. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's old Brenda with the fly shit on, with the coins. Yeah, man. That's how I want to be. Brenda with the coins. Old school, just. I don't know even know saying? if that's her name. Put it on. You know what I mean? Just put come, some fly come, shit come on. outside. I, I don't even get fly every day now. But mm -hmm. as an old person, I feel like that's uh, that's going to be part of my play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's part of my play. Right. Just get fly. Because it's easy to be old and throw on a Velcro sneaker. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You know what I mean? That's who you don't really yeah. want. I don't really want to be that. Nah, I don't really want to. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to shame them because I understand a good comfort is a piece of comfort. But yeah. I do like... I like a I like a the old head that still look through their closet. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? Figure and, it out. And com like I'm you know, I specialize in a comfortable shoe, so you know what right. I'm saying? But a Velcro is a Nah, woo. you had to, you know, we had to figure it out. That's a we had to figure thing. out another kind of comfort. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. So, man. So hopefully if you take take care of your dogs now they you know what I'm saying, they right. still be in good shape to hold you up. Later. Right, right. That's what you should that's what you should do. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pops say, you no, know, don't be cheap to your feet. That's real you know talk. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah, man. So what else is going on, man? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling good, man. Shit. Out here watching the world. You know what I'm saying? Trying to put myself in it. I'm going to Miami tomorrow. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? How long you out there for? No, weekend. Oh. I think I'm going to leave Saturday. Okay. I had to go to Charlotte. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to go Saturday or the day of. I got to be there. It's another event in Charlotte, too. Yeah, um, it's actually the kickback finale uh -huh. for the Miller Lite. So, you know kickback? You know what I'm saying? Speaking of the kickback, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was watching the internet, mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, I seen old Issa Rae. Oh, Issa. fame, you know what I'm saying? Awkward black girl fame. Yeah. Out there on the gra on the ground, no, what was it? Yeah, it was the ground. Uh -huh. Out there on the ground, stories and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and they was talking about, you know, we having this lemon pepper kickback. You know what I'm saying? She was gonna have some people over, mm -hmm. and they was gonna do the damn thing. But as the night progressed, you know what I'm saying? You started to see more and more people come through. It was and like a posse cut. 
It was, yeah, it was like, it was like everybody from the young black Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like, you remember when we were saying Oscar's so white, you know what I'm saying? Even right. so white, whatever. Right. And then the next year was, you know what I'm saying? Everything so black. So black. It right. was all them. <laughs> all them black. People. All them, all them. Together. Everybody black, as she, as Issa would say. Everybody. And then, but the, the tripped out part was they was in Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like they was in LA and Hollywood. AKA Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? They was in Wakanda, Georgia. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Getting it in. Right. And it was, it's like it signaled a shift. Okay. It's like it's this time right now where shit is different. Right here. And right shit now. is moving in a whole nother direction where, you know, usually motherfuckers get to Hollywood and blow up. Right. You know, they kind of disappear from the set, from the, you know what I'm saying, from the regularness. From the regular, regular. From the Reggie from the Reds. Regulars. You, know, you start seeing them getting fly. That's the only time you see them after, after they blow up. No more mid. Nah, you see them on the red carpet. Okay. And they finest. I got to talk about that. I want to, well, keep going because I might want to discuss that. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, this generation, right? they pretty much... They cool in their own self and in their own world and uh -huh. the world that they making as right. opposed to trying to get into, you know what I'm saying, in the Hollywood Hills, uh, you know what I'm saying, stunt on everybody else that hasn't made it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're they in the house, they kicking it, they eating chicken wings and everybody coming through and you got all the people from Insecure pretty much. You right. know what I'm saying? What's, what's the girl name? Yvonne Orgy. Yeah, Molly was there. You know what I'm saying? Rail is up in there. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, all of the crew from ATL is in Atlanta. The okay. show Atlanta is right. in there. Right. So, you know, they got all them. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Then they had the OG Samuel Jackson Ooh. in that bitch dropping uh -huh. knowledge on the motherfucking how to eat a chicken wing. I saw him eating a chicken wing like uh, thoroughly. Like he was going hard. Like you got to get the gristle right there. That's what I knew. It was a lot of chicken wing appreciation because I seen Evard Orgy do a chicken wing dance. Right, eating the chicken wing. So I, I appreciate they they appreciate they are uh, very open and uh, with the love of the chicken. Just last, just last chicken liberation. Listen, just last summer we talked about. I'm saying, and now here go the motherfuckers who are. Progress on the Emmys, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Golden, Golden Globes, Globes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, yeah, all Grammys. You had Janelle Monet in that uh -huh. bitch, and Classic Man up in that motherfucker. Classic Man to my young Charlie Wrangle, yeah. Jadena, <laughs> Jadena. Shout out to young Charlie Wrangle. You know what I'm saying? They and it wasn't that the event was some big spectacular event. It was something that we all do on a weekend, any it's given weekend. Yeah, but it was just that. The people that was there in attendance, mm -hmm. it's like they they made a pack to roll. Mm -hmm. Like we 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 up and coming and we rolling. Right. So it was it was reminiscent of like when you had the motherfucking native tongues. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all you know some of y'all might be too school young them, hip them to, to the remember game. the native tongues. And it was a, a loosely connected group of different groups of people collective was, yeah. collective of you know rappers who was kind of you know what I'm saying who were some of these people you had you had tribe called quest mm -hmm. jungle brothers you know what I'm saying queen latifah you had uh Moni love black sheep black sheep damn i forgot about black sheep in the native tongue yeah. you know what i'm saying but it was it was like the you know what i'm saying you had you had women rappers right. you know what i'm saying all along you had queen Lot doing her thing but this was like one of the times where 
women were in the crew and appreciated as, you know what I'm saying, a crew member. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's when they came in and everybody played a part and it wasn't, they just came in to dance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or they just did their own thing and they that's the girl record. You know what I'm saying? They weren't assigned a role. They, right. were, they could participate in the entire scene. Right. On every level. Right. Right. And so, you know what I'm saying? It felt like that. It felt like they all playing the part. Everybody right. doing their thing. Atlanta show doing their thing. Insecure doing their thing. Janelle doing her. You know, everybody got their own little movements. But right. here we gonna bring all this movement together, and you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, eat these wings and chill out. Little black progressive Voltron. Yeah, in Hollywood, like that don't really happen. Usually in Hollywood, it's a lot of divide and conquer. I guess, but you know, I don't know, cause I feel like I don't know. I ain't in Hollywood. <laughs> be honest, full disclosure. Mm -hmm. I'll say this though: what I've heard mm -hmm. is, you know, this Hollywood to this Black Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously, Hollywood is glam and all of that, and and you know, being black and getting money, there is a there is a capacity, there is the tendency to just stun on niggas <laughs> to let them know you have arrived. Because that was the era. Like was, it was, we we went through an era of yeah, you was, had to stunt. It's not even an era. It's almost like a tradition. Right. It's like a you know what I mean. It's like a you got to dress like a press release to let niggas know you don't you got it now. You right. ain't broke no more. But anyway, I think that what I've also heard was about black Hollywood and how there was a lot of, you know, support. You know right. what I'm saying? It was kind of, you know, I don't want to, it's like, uh, I don't want to liken it to like the civil rights or chicken mm -hmm. chitlin circuit, but it's just mm -hmm. like, it's a, it's a, it's a little offshoot and it's like until or as we, you know, uh, make strides to get into the mainstream world, Let's nurture each other while we are in that quest, right? right? So let's 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 be each other's, you know, let's be each other's crutches. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take a Jay Z line, but like let's let's look out for each other. Let's have these little on the low little parties. Like I remember, because when you told me about that, I remember this whole Jamie Foxx story he had. Mm -hmm. He said he went to a puff party, right? And the shit was bananas. It was crazy. You know, puff was known for yeah, legendary right. parties. It was like over the top. You know, because as the puff parties got bigger, they got bigger. It became a spectacle. He, Jamie mm -hmm. Foxx went to some shit. It was like a spectacle or whatever. And uh, he, he pulled Puff to the side or whatever. Got him meet a little time. Talked to him. He was like, yo, this shit is all of that. It's crazy dope. He was like, yo. And then I think Puff told him how much he spent for the party. And Jamie was like, yo, I could do the same type of thing for a quarter of the budget. $400. I could have a party just as dope. Mm -hmm. Puff was like, all right, well, we'll see what's what. And so Jamie Foxx, you know, because he's in, he's in Hollywood. You know, mm -hmm. the thing about Hollywood and the thing about television and whatever is there's something strong about TV and movies, right? Because that mm -hmm. shit is like, oh, shit, nigga, you was right. on TV, you was in a movie. Right. Like, that's a huge deal. But at the end of the day, these people are people just like anybody else. They're still trying to get on the next screen. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a job, and they got to be in this community. And Hollywood, there's a bunch of people just like... On your way to the top, you at the bottom or at the middle, and you see each other, right? Mm -hmm. You become you become each other's like, you know, uh, yo, call me if you ever need, you know, if you need anything, if you need just somebody to talk to, if you need a recommendation, if you need somebody to run lines, but whatever. It's a support system, right? So 
Jamie was cool with a lot of these people, a lot of these up and coming people, or people that have been on television. Oh, that's that girl from such and such. That's the dude from da da da. He had the whole party filled with all these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Shit was crazy. DJ popping, whatever, whatever. And Puff was like, you know, he was blown away. Like, this is a dope party. I don't think he had, I think I buried the, I fucked up the lead, but I think he said, yo, I only spent $400 on this. He was like, mm-hmm. why? He's like, you know, I put the KFC, I just put it in a fucking, a fancy bowl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know this person, they live down the block. You yeah. know her, because you know her from television, so it's a little bit of a ho-ho. You know what I mean? But that's just Sheila. Right. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it was a live-ass party, and the vibe was right. You know right. what I mean? No and, 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 and no matter how much it was, the budget was, if the vibe is the vibe, if the vibe is popping, it's going to translate. Right. But we didn't get to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's just no grand. You <laughs> hear no about grand. it. You, you hear you, about it. legend. But you know at the same time, and that, and that, you know, to that point, there's a good and a bad thing because you've probably been to plenty of kickbacks. Like you was telling me last week, you went mm-hmm. to a, a party way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Some girls party that to this day is like the standard for parties. That was in high school. Right. <laughs> Mon- but Monique. Right. So that was at the at, at the high school you <laughs> that went to shit was crazy. Ex- to this day it was crazy. Right. And the and the beauty and maybe the sad part about it, depending on how you look at it, was that shit wasn't on the gram. It was not really captured right. anywhere. Nobody could really see it. Yeah, they shot that shit up. It was an urban legend. <laughs> but it was but the way you tell that story. It bring motherfuckers there. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think it just comes down to the energy. But, but see, the thing about it is, what I see in this little lemon pepper kickback shit, uh-huh. it wasn't even the energy. It wasn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, that it was cracking and over the top. Uh-huh. It was just the, the signal of, okay, it's a young crew of motherfuckers out there that's at the you know they playing the game at the highest of levels, even though they're not at the richest and they not they haven't made the biggest moves, mm-hmm. but these are the ones that are critically acclaimed and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they are making the moves for the next wave, right? Leaders of the new school. You know what I'm saying? They leaders of the new school. But usually when you up and coming and it's your first show, you know what I'm saying, and you black. You're not really getting those Emmy nods and those, you know what I'm saying, Golden Glows and that claim and, you know what I'm saying, on the cover of all the shit all the time, you know what I'm saying, and then still be right in the middle and being cool and doing shit like that and showing mm. it to the world and still being engaged with the audience at, at a level that makes you feel like you still the homie. Right. You know what I'm saying? And as for me, you know what I'm saying, I'm as I watch the movement, I, you know, again, for me... I just see right now in this wave, I always say that that like um, Shonda Rhimes is like what Russell Simmons was right. to the hip hop generation. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Then Issa Rae is kind of like where Puff Daddy came in as the young. He was uh-huh. an A&R dude. He wasn't even an artist at the time. He was an A&R cat. Right. So he was amongst the people. Right. But then because of the way he moved, every company wanted somebody like that. Right. And the way that Issa Rae and 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 people like you know saying uh I'm, I'm a man from what's the name Glover, uh, Charles Gambino I, I get confused between China Charles yeah. Gambino and Donald Glover uh-huh. same person like I know but I'm just Donald. saying which one to call him right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know the way that they're moving 
they're causing other play, other studios and other people to say, you know what, we need some of that shit too. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that causes something that's bigger than just the the wave. It, right. it 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 changes how people get hired. It changes how people aspire to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because some people might not want to be on TV. They but they like yo. Shit, I did want to produce a web series and shit. She did one, and look at where they at. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, so it 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 changes the way, you, and you can see how the how people on Twitter was talking about it and and looking at that particular kickback, and and you, it was the same feeling you felt when Puffy had a party and you just heard about it and shit, right. and you ain't get the invite. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Then you wait for the urban legend to you know what I'm saying come back and. I just feel like it's a. I feel a shift. I don't know. I ain't no motherfucking. Right. You know, you know fucking. You are who you are. Yeah. But yeah, I watch the shit and I feel like it's a shift and I think it's an important shift because the implications of that people of a certain look, feel, race, right. you know what I'm saying? Aesthetic. Right. Are going to be able to take their shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, once, like, once, like, Puffy and all them hit, right. if you was. You know what I'm saying? The shiny, you know what I'm saying? Rap cat, you know what I'm saying? You had, or you was the Grammy like Biggie, you know what I'm saying? It opened up doors and lanes that, you know what I'm saying? To get money at a different level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of what Puffy now was doing. He kicked it down. He kicked it down and opened up the budgets a little bit for the young, wild, black, you know what I'm saying? Get at it generation. Right. No, I, I dig it. I see it. I definitely see it with Issa. I see it with that whole landscape of people. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I see that they they not just seizing the moment. They celebrating their moment. They in right. it, right? right? And then on top of that, I know you're saying it feels very like they not flashy and, 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 and you know, stunting and shit. But I guess that's, part, that's also part of their brand, too. Their brand is very accessible. They... Right. You know, Donald Glover, Issa Rae, they both kind of came up from YouTube. You know what I'm saying? They were already both like do-it-yourself type people, of the people, awkward. You know what I mean? Like it ain't, they they weren't the, that's the part of their sensibility was we were never going to be the people's popping bottles, wearing big ass chains. We was the people, we was the other black people. You know what I mean? That don't really get talked about. You know what I'm saying? So let's. Let's celebrate the nuance and what we got going on. And I think now that that's like it's in full bloom, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's it's good to see. Like it's just being black, like you said, just old, some old idyllic black lifestyle, <laughs> some black Norman Rockwell. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> nigga, just eating some chicken. Just eating some chicken, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking with the gristle. You know what I mean? Now nah, don't get it twisted. They they. She Issa do stunt now. Nah, don't you know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't gonna go to as far as to say she don't be stunting right. and shit. She had the yacht party to kick the season. Oh, up. I didn't even know that. Yeah, hey. So you know, but if it, it didn't resonate like this little bitty lemon pepper, right? You know what right, I'm right, right. So you know, I I ain't gonna put nothing past a stunt. Now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, once, a stunt is welcome. Once, once a motherfucker fully ingrained and got your attention, I kind of <laughs> feel like people need you to. I, this is the thing. I feel like there's a little bit of. I hate to say this, but I feel like sometimes the community don't respect you until you stun on their ass, until <laughs> you let them know, till you put your, your foot on their neck <laughs> with a very expensive ass watch. You know what I mean? Like just to say, listen, I ain't fucking around. Like I'll tell you this, speaking of just, cause it's always cool when it's stunting from the unexpected 
right. you know, corners of the of the game, right? So most recently, I'm on the gram. I follow my man uh, Spitter Andretti Currency. You mm -hmm. know, uh, Currency, the hot spitter, formerly of Young Money, years and years ago, and then you know he's paved his own way, created uh, uh, what's this Jet Life. You know what I mean? He's been he's been just pumping out fucking mixtape after mixtape, project after project, creating his own fucking lane, going on the road, getting it in. You know what I mean? Linked up with Wiz at one point. They had their little kind of Chicha Chong run. You know what I mean? And he just been like fiercely independent, you know? But at the same time, part of what he like is is automobiles. That's his shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He, he puts a lot of like his uh his mixtape series are titled after cars and and things of that nature and you know he ain't afraid to get aspirational but i saw on the on the grams again my phone is there so i can't access the photo mm -hmm. but um this thing had a photo next a to a photo a photo this was a this was a photograph <laughs> not a flick not a no pic. not a flick not a pic not, not a definitely not a jpeg <laughs> this was a photograph yeah, a photo. of this motherfucker sitting next to a good old uh I want to say it might have been a Lamborghini, either Countach or Testarossa, <laughs> with the with the with the uh, with the fucking caption. Cause your caption, uh, your caption got it. Okay, well it wasn't that. It was a Countach, <laughs> either that or what? It was some flash, some expensive right. shit. You know what I mean? But uh, the the caption, cause you, you know your caption gotta be lit. You know what I mean? Oh, pictures is worth a thousand words, but if your caption ain't lit, nigga. Your like down, game down yes. back to four seventy five. Yeah, yeah, your likes is not gonna go there. But it was like, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, get everything you want. <laughs> nigga, that shit was like vision board shit. And the funny thing, what made it even Ella, you know, because it depends on who you follow, what comments you see, right? And mm -hmm. it was with the comment I saw was Killer Mike in the comments. He was like, man, I needed to see this. <laughs> I was like, man, me too. So shout out to cats out here getting it, stunting, and being humble either way. A win is a motherfucking win. We out here, we celebrating, we kneeling with Cap, we standing with Jamil, we doing whatever we need to do. Jamil. I yeah, fuck with right. Jamil Hill. Yeah, I, I I haven't watched that show yet because I don't I don't uh -huh. have cable. I'm a um, cord cutter. Right. So I, I I see that they integrated a new show. Right. And but I haven't been able to check it out. What I liked because I'm not even all the way on point with what's going on at the, today. I'm kind of catching up. But like I know she had put out the Trump was a white supremacist tweet right. a while ago, and then it was the whole yo. She might get suspended, blah, blah, well, blah. Right, but then she put out the uh, boycott the Dallas Cowboys oh, that was advertising. That was after, right? That was this that's the this shit right now. Ooh. So she, she came She's at Jerry, with the money. Yeah, she came at Jerry Jones and then said The big you know, money. Like, yeah, she was like, you know, boycott the, the the Cowboys advertisers and shit. Uh -huh. You know. Mm. I mean, she had to know that wasn't going. She probably, you know, she had to know that wasn't going to go well. Working at a media company that's <laughs> get the same advertisers, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying as that's basically the NFL really runs ESPN. Like that's the biggest sport there. They year round. Uh -huh. Is that yeah. the truth? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You watch the shit. You know what I'm saying? What else hold ESPN down like NFL? 
NBA get busy too. I don't know. Is NFL like that? I've heard that, but I don't. You know, I don't know the numbers. Yeah. Is it like by far? By far, like wow. the whole the company is sitting on top of the NFL, dog. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They they run the games. You know, this this fucking. I kind of seen that with Bill Simmons because I think Bill Simmons said something slick about uh, what's the commissioner's name? Um, Goodell, Goodell, Roger Goodell, right? Yeah. He said some shit slick about him, and then he got rid of that. Yeah, or I'm, something happened. But I mean, you, you know. So you one you had a media company you started talking about advertisers already get kind of yeah, fucking with the money fucking with the money so she had to know that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you know she just went hard right you know what I'm saying I guess she gonna eat these two weeks like pfft, oh so that's it. why they they suspended her because she fucked with yeah, that paper because she said that shit about the um, advertisers so Jerry what was the, so who who complained. To Jerry complain? complain. I mean, what do you how mean? Did, how did it turn Trump into a complain? I saw it. No, I saw it. Everybody. I mean, but, but Trump, ESPN, your, your boss already going to be following you anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, again, remember that. Your uh, boss your boss is following Especially you. if you're public like that. And you know what I mean? You the talent, nigga. They, Watch they, what you tweet. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Tweet what you of, feel. Of course, she's already been in this shit. But you might feel what you tweet. Saying shit already. So she already know what's coming. She already knows. She might, you know what I'm saying, want her to push it out. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? She might want to launch something new and shit mm-hmm. on her own. I don't know. Right. But she had to know that shit was coming. Right. So, I mean, you know. So, what you feeling? I'm feeling like whatever. If she want to ride, we riding. I mean, I don't. I don't watch the show, so <laughs> but you ride it still. <laughs> like, like uh, I saw somebody post today. Um, when when it when it was uh, time to stand with Janelle, uh-huh. and then they had a a, a gif a, a cube on. It was a good day putting on the bandana, right, 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 then right. getting up ready to walk out when it's time to ride. Let's hey, get it. put on my bandana. Let's get it. But you know, if we sitting there, if me and her sitting in the in the living room at the kickback, like real conversation, you had to know they was coming for you. <laughs> Lemon pepper wing talk. You know what I'm saying? Lemon pepper wing, like shit. Now you knew that shit. You know I'm gonna fly. You knew damn well when you press send. That shit was finna be a problem. Once you tried to get a little vacation or something. Hilarious. Hilarious. I seen your Instagrams. Trying to get that severance. Hilarious. Oh but, shit. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I I think you know she she was down for pushing the buttons and 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 making a statement. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I think everybody grown. Yeah. Everybody know what they got to do. Everybody yeah. know their job and who they work for. Right. And some people gonna react differently than others. Some things ain't gonna kneel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like man, listen, yeah. man. Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> what is you saying? Right. You man. And some cats gonna do it. So you know, it is what it is. Mm. Well, so we gonna see though. Shout out to Jamil. Uh, good luck. Uh, her her um her co-host Michael Smith, I think it's Michael Smith. He mm-hmm. he said he's not um hosting without her. Okay, I'm, I'm impressed by the solidarity in no the doubt. media community surrounded. I'm with that. I no, like that. No shit. doubt, for sure. <clears throat> Shout <throat> out. <clears throat> for you sure. know that's dope. Ah, uh, what else? Let me ask you this, though. Ask me. All right. We got the Nils. We got the boycotts. I wish we could boycott the president. I mean. I really yeah. wish that motherfucker <laughs> is ridiculous, but keep going. It's like, <clears throat> like I said, we we said this a couple summers ago. We've been, 
we've been fighting fights every week for the last three, four years mm-hmm. since Trayvon. Mm-hmm. Since Trayvon, we've been fighting. <laughs> All my life. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We've been back in every every week. It's some right. new shit to fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we're we're fighting for, you know, the racial equality. You know what I'm saying? Treatment and police. You know what I'm saying? Um, where where do we we where do we start? Like you know what I'm saying? Which comes first, the police or the you know what I'm saying? Equality. Like, do we need a motherfucking um? We need a target. We need, we need, we like, need a like a list, an like agenda, a, uh, agenda, priorities. Priorities, like what we hitting first. So I don't even know if the oppressors know where to respond. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they mad again. What they mad about today? What's the request? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if we have a request. We need to get a PowerPoint presentation together. Something. We need somebody that can articulate the request. Right. Because... They always, you know what I'm saying, they always muddy it up and make it something like, you know what I'm saying, we fighting against the flag, or uh-huh. they kneeling against the flag, or they kneeling, you know what I mean, it's like they disrespected the troops. Uh-huh. It's like, man, we need, you know what I'm saying, how we keep the motherfucking vision focused. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what I'm saying, I don't know how that works. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, I know, you know what I'm saying, sometimes you have spokespersons or right. whatever, but you know, I don't know if we hide that. We don't uh-huh. have no spokesperson, so we need a way to make sure that the request and the demands are on point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For we need like an administration. Yeah. Like a, somebody to uh to to sort out what the what the what the requests are. Exactly. We need, you we know what I'm saying? We, we need, need a orga- server. We need to organize the, you know what I'm saying, the requests for each individual fight and protest that we fighting this week. Right. Cause it's a lot of shit to fight, man. It's a whole lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, I think equality is is I understand it. I'm with equality. That's, mm-hmm. that's the that's the ultimate goal, right? Equality, because right. everything is under that umbrella. But it mm-hmm. could be a little—I don't want to say vague, but a little broad. It's broad. It's very broad. We could we want we equality could, to be like, able to eat at the restaurant right. with seven people. Well, exactly. You know what I mean? In Houston's. In Houston's. That's that's one thing. We want equality to get the loans. We want and not to be attacked by the police. Right. You know what I, I'm saying? I think if we drill down. Right. I don't know. I'm not again. I'm not on the board, but I you definitely. Are on the board. Well, I'm on. The, I don't know what what my ranking is. <laughs> I know I got a vote. My vote right now. If you had to ask me, just right now tonight, mm-hmm. I would say if I had to pick one right now, I just want the. I would like the cops to stop shooting and killing motherfuckers, just for no fucking reason, right. or. If you're going to just be doing shooting and killing motherfuckers, you got to go to jail like anybody else that was shooting and killing motherfuckers. Right. There shouldn't be no outs for you. You right. know what I mean? Like that That's under the equality exactly. package. Exactly. We're building like a cable bundle of rights. Exactly. You know what I mean? I feel like the no shooting clause is the DVR of uh, the like uh, fucking rights. You know what I'm saying? Just don't shoot a motherfucker. If you do... If your ass is bold enough to shoot somebody like we ain't people, then you got to go to jail like right. a true criminal. Right. Even if you got a... What would you put? What would your first one be? I mean, that one That one would be, you know what I'm saying, right there. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I won't... I won't when I, and on, right under that right. would be when the police do <laughs> fuck with me. Right. Treat me like you treat Matt. Right. 
You know what I'm like saying? a white man. Like a white man. Like, <laughs> right, you know what I'm right. saying? If I want to struggle, right. let me struggle and oh, then shoot me with a taser. And, you know and then run when I get up. <laughs> run, run when I chase you. Did you see that shit? <laughs> you see that video of that white man that gave this cop all the resistance in the world? I mean, that nigga tried to steal his car. This motherfucker was with the resistance. <laughs> he got shot with a taser and then chased his ass. He tried to steal a car, got didn't get down, all types of... He, if he was black, he'd have been shot at least he, 17 times. I mean... It was four different times. We run in the opposite direction. And get shot. Niggas go. Niggas reach for their fucking license and registration to get shot. Right. So with you, a kid in the car. You know what I'm saying? That right there. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I'm what else? Equal. What else? Fair. You, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Right. Police aggression. Uh, shit, man. After that, man. See, the, the thing about it is, it's so like a little love at the bank. Of course. <laughs> You know, man, you know, if I you got can, some dreams and aspirations. You can fix that with good credit and money. Right. <laughs> to a degree, but I, I still feel like there might be a little pro profilations. I, I know that's not a real word. I, I got but. I got a cousin. Uh-huh. And you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> he sent white folks in the bank for him. Nah, he, oh. you know, nah, he nah, he he uh, you know, he when he get really started getting money and right. good credit and shit right. and going in the bank. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, he, he's a felon. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He uh-huh. came home, got right. his shit together, uh-huh. bought a bunch of houses. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Him and his brother, they did it. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? They had an American fucking dream. As Chappelle would say, white on paper. Exactly. So <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, shit, man, I got 800 credit score, man. Them white folks love me in the wow. bank. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, they no matter to, what, they throwing yeah. me money. I don't even take it, man. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But that's you get your shit together, man. That's that's his whole message. Get your shit together, it man. It changes everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that is the that would be <laughs> dog. That would be the most effective credit commercial for the hood. Just get your shit together. That exactly. tag like, if you don't go ahead and put the produce the motherfucking get your shit together credit commercials, that'd be the illest credit commercial ever. That's like that's like Everest to the next level. You what you doing? Sitting there? Yeah, get your shit together. Get your man. shit together. Go get that Benz. Yeah. <laughs> get put get what you want, man. Right, man. But you know, it, it's so it's so deeply ingrained across the social spectrum right. that you have to change not only just the actions, you know what I'm saying? You have to change the thoughts, you know what I'm saying? You have to change the way we are educated. We are educated in the way that sets all this shit up, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it I want to change the fucking way we are taught, you know what I'm saying? I I, I was um in front of my, my daughter's school the other day, and it's not even racial. This just was a teacher and some kids, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some white kids, some black kids, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just some kids. Just some kids, you know what I'm saying? And then the other teacher had a little sign that said... uh um that said recess credits uh-huh. and shit. And so she's holding it up. The the one the one guy on the side is holding up the recess credit sign mm-hmm. and and then the teacher is she, you know, they was a little unruly, but they was in line. They was moving along. They How old are these kids? They probably about third grade. What's that? I don't know what that is. That's like seven, eight, eight, seven, eight okay. years old, you know what I'm saying? Second, third grade. And <laughs> so, you know, they're a little, you know, wobbly line, but you know, they not right. they not being bad or no shit. Right. So, you know, the teacher she stops him, you know what I'm saying? She's like, okay, everybody, okay. You know what I'm saying? This is your last opportunity for recess credits. And right. I was just thinking, is this what we teach you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we, you, 
you have to like do certain things for these points to be able to what play or whatever. What do you get with a recess? Recess. I guess credit. you get time to have recess. So you can't have recess without credits. I guess you can't have recess without credits. What the fuck is I'm going like, on? Well, in I'm America? like, what are we teaching? Like, is this what we? This is what it is. And then, I, I what just, do you do for recess credits? I, I don't know. Like, I guess you just behave. You do what they say. And I just imagine. Mm. I was telling my homies. I was like, man, it's probably one kid in that line just gonna jump out the line and be like, shit, I am recess. You can't <laughs> tell me. You know what I'm saying? About no recess. I recess when I want to. <laughs> I don't need no credit. Recess is free. You know what I'm saying? And then that had to be the dope sign. He got his own sign. Recess is free. And then he just break out. Yeah, mm-hmm. come back next week selling recess tokens to the other kids mm-hmm. in line. You know what I'm saying? Shit, no, you know, you want to play anytime you want. Beat the system. Nigga come back, you know what I'm saying, 10 years later, they had that announcement. Yes, uh, old Johnny just did a deal with ESPN for the National Recess League. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, it's like, they kind of just teach you, you know what I'm saying, fall in line, or that's it, or it's it's over for you. And I I remember that from third grade, that the teacher telling us, you know what I'm saying, she was saying, hey... If you don't pass this quiz, you won't pass this class. If you don't pass this class, you won't get a good job. I'm like, damn, third grade, I'm thinking. That's what your teacher told you? Yes, this is third grade. So I remember looking around in the room. You know, I I never really had no problems with grades, but I had friends, you know what I'm saying, who wasn't on it like that, and I I felt kind of away like that. So she's saying that my man ain't going to be able to make it in life because he ain't passed this, you know what I'm saying? But then you also saw kids that just checked out. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It was some cats that just was like, man, fuck it. Even way back then. Yeah, third grade, I like, fuck it. Gave up. Fuck it, gummy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to name a whole bunch of other people. Don't stay nobody more. (laughs) But (laughs) niggas was like, fuck it. Like they like Gummy would just walk out the class and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? just leave. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know what I mean? Those cats were so amazing to me. <laughs> like, they were like, damn. Like, fuck this shit. I I ain't gonna never get no good job. I'm out. Who give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? So it's kinda like in our process, you know what I'm saying? They teach us certain things that Gummy like that it's a brick wall in front of you if this. Yeah. If if not this, if you're not this. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it, you know what I'm saying? Once you start adding race to it, right. it's like, well, shit, if you're not white or if you don't go, you know what I'm saying, right. mix it up with the white, like 12th grade, right. my guidance counselor told me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, you should look at this school right here, UF. You should look at uh, MIT or whatever. Because, you know, if you go to one of them black schools, they're not going to respect your degree. Damn. Who is the white guy or black guy? Black guy. Yeah. Sad, you know what I'm saying? Sad. It's like, but then I started thinking, everybody that I felt like was successful, I ain't know I didn't know many white people at that time. So <laughs> everybody that I knew that was successful was black than a motherfucker. Was black, went to, you know what I'm saying, FAMU, Howard, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Tennessee State. Right. I was like, man, you're not really making no sense. Right. But, you know, that's how you feel. That's what you're teaching them. See, but you had evidence. I had evidence. But what if you just took that shit as is, as the word? But that's because people don't be exposed to shit. And when you're not exposed to shit, people can tell you anything and you take it as the gospel. Right. You know, that's fucked up. That's because that's, I guess that was his experience. And that's the, and really, in his heart of hearts, he's probably trying to protect you from 
the world that he knows that exists. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. That, that whole, you know what I'm saying, systemic racism that exists. So he, like, you know what, you know what I'm saying, to, to kind of ease up for yourself. Go to one of these, you know what I'm saying? Try to make it a little easier on you. Yeah, go to they- one of these and you'll be straight. You know what I'm saying? You'll, they'll take you seriously as a person. I mean, I, I see that because it's so much propaganda that uh, that uh, make you believe that. And what one of my, I guess one of my pet peeves or whatever, I, I don't really go too hard on it because I don't have any kids. But I know people that have graduated from black colleges and universities, right? Mm-hmm. And loved it while they were there. But when they get kids... They're reluctant to send their kids to it. Now, obviously, that's their own choice. But that shit bugs me out because it's like, well, then that shit almost feels like it was for nothing. Right. Like, you you know what I mean? But, but, you know what I'm saying? To that point, that was during during the Obama administration. Right. that That was heavy. What's that? That, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm gonna send my kid to, you know, Harvard, Yale, or whatever. Think right now with this Trump shit, people it's, it's, get it's people that I knew that was talking that talk uh-huh. that are like, you know what? <laughs> I need to send. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They need to go. You know what I'm saying? Be be around their folks for a minute, and then they could do that for grad school, right? Because right. there's people that I know that was very staunch with that shit. What you talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now they like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Right. They see a whole another side to it, right? Because that shit is needed right now. Because the thing you get. When you're there, at least from my own perspective, when you at when you at a HBCU, the thing you get is you get to see black people in there in a wide spectrum. Right. You know what I'm saying? From all degrees. You right. know what I'm saying? From the rich to the poor to the, you know what I'm saying, the regular, to you know what I'm saying, the fast, the slow, the nerd, you know what I'm saying? You get to see them all. So it's not just the black people from your neighborhood that you thought was all black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now when you step, when you finish that and you step in the world and somebody step to you and tell you what black people can and can't be, you got evidence. As right. you say, you got you got the receipts. You can point to this person. Like, please, man. Come on, man. Right. You can't tell me no shit like that because I already know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And amongst all of those black people, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm on top of the food chain with them. So you can't tell me who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as a person, I feel like I'm good. Yeah. So so you know, let's let's just chop it up from here. <laughs> I think that that has to be put out there more like, yo, you good. Cuz I'll be honest with you, nobody has ever asked to see my my degree. Nah. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think and then another thing that I was just thinking about and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, not I'm wrong, but just uh off the top of the head it's probably 20 dope colleges. Just fly, like what people say when you think colleges, there's about 20 name brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many of them do you think are black colleges? Or like how many make the, the 20 that are black colleges? I feel like we could put some more on the list. If what we you just, talking about? Like when you think about dope ass colleges, right? You mm-hmm. think of Harvard, you think of Yale, you think of MIT, you think of Howard. Right. Think of Morehouse. You think of Spelman, maybe. You know what I mean? I well, think of Fan you. I, I would. I would. I think of Clark Atlanta <laughs> University first and foremost. You know but I mean, I you know, you know, like when you think of what's what's your top five colleges off the top of the head, Matt? Let's see where he go with it. I mean, I'll probably just just lift, list off the Ivies because those are the ones that are 
I mean, you go Harvard, Yale, Princeton. How did the Columbia, Ivies Penn? get so high? I mean, it, it wasn't. Rich. It was rich, and they old as fuck. Yeah, they're, they're the oldest, really. <laughs> Is that really what it has been? They just been waving the flag longer than everybody they else. Been waving the flag longer for a higher a population of higher income folks. Because I feel like you're. I don't. I don't know at what point. I remember being in sixth grade with a Harvard hat. Right. And I thought that shit was the. I, first of all, it looked cool. I liked the color of the maroon, but then it was like. It was a statement. Really? Like, Harvard was the yeah. motherfucking, you could be anything ass right. school. You know what I'm saying? That's but what the, that's what's that's that, what been out That there. propaganda is damn near bulletproof. Right. I wish that, I want to I wanna see some kids with some Clark Atlanta hats I'm, on. I mean, ultimately, it's it's the oldest, Harvard's the oldest university in North America. Is it? Yeah, it's six, like mid-1600s. Mm. And also, once, because they're so old, you start getting people who went there, who went there become president or become right. prominent people, and then it becomes self Perpetuating of, right. okay, this person went there. I want to go there. Right, and then more successful. Who was people. the first president from Harvard? Anybody know? Uh, exactly. It was a white guy though. I mean, <laughs> by definition, yes. I mean, by definition. <laughs> well, I know JFK went to Harvard. So there was one one black president, and there were people Harvard presidents before him. So. Right, I guess. <laughs> by definition, nah, I mean, okay, but he, he about right though. It ain't like he lied. But well, as they say, I didn't see no lies nowhere. Right, I mean, <laughs> when you said Harvard, you well, already I, meant, already thought white. Well, even though, nah, even though now they had their biggest class of minorities, the minorities in this particular class were more than the the whites in this class. They had more minorities in this class than whites, and they're still called minorities. Well, it wasn't the, the majority. It was the majority. Minorities, minorities by definition right, of right, American right, definition. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because brown people ain't the minorities on this earth anyway, but you know. I want some other shit. Speaking of that, speaking of some new shit, I just want to tip my hat to the fact that not only is Columbus Day now Indigenous People's Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> the people took it over? People took that shit over, but I see it even on the iCal. You know, iCal pop up, let you know what holidays is coming up. That shit came up. That shit said regional holiday. I said, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> they took that shit back. That shit went to regional. That shit ain't uh, even, that's not, uh, woo-hoo! <laughs> Anyways, oh, shit. Speaking on some regional shit, uh, this is just a, just an aside on some real New York shit. I think P.O.P.O. might have put Florida Mayo to sleep on the Peruvian chicken uh-huh. wave. What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you These are, you just, just spoke a whole nother language. I didn't know what the fuck I'll, you just said. I, I P.O.P.O. Florida Mayo. Florida Mayo. What, is are, a, what are these things? These are restaurants. Now, oh, Florida okay. Mayo is a restaurant that's been around for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And they do a good... They do a good piece of chicken, you know what I mean? Good roasted chicken, which was Peruvian roasted, but I guess they didn't really, from what I see, they didn't really, uh, like, big it up, tout it as Peruvian chicken. I knew it wasn't like, it tasted different than, like, a Dominican roasted bird, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But I didn't realize Peruvian chicken was a thing until Pio Pio came out. Mm -hmm. Pio Pio, I think Pio Pio might mean quack quack or not quack quack because that's a duck but with a cluck cluck in um, Peru or whatever but they make a good ass piece of chicken mm-hmm. now Florida Mayo's been around for a long time Florida Mayo uh, allegedly I'm not all the way sure but I think it's about 97% is supposedly the birthplace of the nutcracker that started at Florida Mayo so that's mm. what that's what grounds it in history it's still there oh, you know what okay. I mean but 
that used to be the spot, right? Mm. I went there just recently, and I, you know, I've been into my chair. I was like, this is good. Tastes like Peruvian chicken, but it ain't fucking with P.O.P. <laughs> and it wasn't as cracking as it used to be. That shit used to be cracking. It's still a spot. I don't want to all the way shit on it because I just ate there, and it was, it was pretty good. Mm. But um, just like how Popeye's kind of put KFC to sleep, yeah. I think uh, uh, this is my own little theory. I think P.O.P.O. might have, might have. Uh, I had to get into this. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know shit about. <clears throat> if y'all know here. anything about anything that I just said, hit us in the comments. <laughs> Hopefully, it's somebody that's like, I agree. Or yeah, hell I'm, I'm no. sure there's always a foodie out there right. that, that that follow your food exploits. I try to be out here. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, what else is good with you? Anything else? Nah, man. I mean, speaking of Clark, my son just went to visit Clark this That's weekend. Clark and Morehouse. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He took a couple of friends from his school. And uh, <clears throat> my wife took three kids to visit the AU Center. One That's girl dope. and um, a guy and then my son. They went to Spelman too? Or no? Yeah, they went to, they went to Spelman. She uh-huh. went to Spelman. Uh-huh. Then, you know, the son, they went to Morehouse. Then uh-huh. they visited Clark. Clark is high up there on my son's list. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's looking at that. Um but he 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 <laughs> Uh So nah, it ain't, it ain't that crazy. <laughs> so he took these, you know, they from Brooklyn. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it was just weird because I'm from Miami, like so right. it was like, you know, my kid is from Brooklyn. Like right. I don't know shit else. Yeah. So they from Brooklyn, they go out there, you know what I'm saying? They do their thing and then they I have a niece that, that goes to a prep school out there. Who was having their homecoming in Atlanta? In Atlanta, uh-huh. so he hooked up with my niece, and, uh-huh. and and they all went to their homecoming dance and shit. Uh-huh. So you know they New York, you right? And this prep school kids, you know what I'm saying, doing their thing. Uh-huh. So it was a, you know what I'm saying, for for my son, he already knew what it was, right? But you know what I'm saying, for the other kids from Brooklyn, they was like, it was like a culture shock, right? You know what I'm saying then afterwards, you know, they was catching the Uber to the after party. Uh-huh. And they they walking through Atlanta like it's Brooklyn, you know right? I mean? Like like it's just a walkable ass city. Right. So I'm, you know what I'm saying? I call him. Where you at? We we walk to the Captain D's. <clears throat> you walk walk down 85. Like what the fuck is you doing? Like you don't walk down the street in right. Atlanta. You right. call the Uber from where you at? That's what you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they just out there walking the streets all New York and green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then they go to the after party, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother culture shock because now it's one of those, you know, it's prep school kids. Right. So, you know, you got the kids that's coming through with the liquor, you know what I'm saying? Like spiking it and all Well, just, just got the liquor, got the drinks, got the shots, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, my son, he don't drink, you know what I'm right. saying? So he like, what the fuck? What's know? going on here? You know what I mean? Then, you know, uh, you know. One of his, one of the people that was with him went and indulged and shit and got, you know what I'm saying, my Twisted. wife my wife had to, you know what I'm saying, get all up, up in the mix with the shit, so, mm. you know what I'm saying, so, the Brooklyn kid took it too far. What did he do? <laughs> got drunk, got fucked up, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, you know, got, got with the white boys who uh-huh. came through with the liquor, uh-huh. got fucked up, and, you know what I'm saying, came back to the spot. Like twisted, twisted. Like what the fuck? Who Turned done it? All the way up. Like you know what I'm saying? Not knowing that you shit, you can't play the game that you ain't been playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay in your lane with right. this shit. You know what I'm saying? Speeding right now. Right. So it was good for me. <clears throat> it was a good lesson for my son. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because he could see it. He could see hmm. to not play yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Stay in your lane. Do your thing. How you do it. And 
You know what I'm saying? If the shit, if the shit get out of control, because once it got out of control, good thing for him, he had the good sense to call the Uber. Right. You know what I'm saying? Once, you know, once the you motherfucker know, got twisted. Right. And they got up out of there. Come to find out, you know what I'm saying? Police had to come. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, a couple kids, yeah. you know, had the alcohol poison and all that. So oh. I'm glad he was not on the scene right. for that. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? That's when Brooklyn could have went wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You out there in the motherfucking, you know, buckheads right. and shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> At the house party with no parents. Nah, yeah, that's You know what I'm saying? Love. So he got his first, you know, that little taste of, you Seeing know. Seeing what it was like. It's out there. You know, he didn't been to the little prep school thing, but to be out there on your own kind of. And 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 had to navigate it for yourself. Do you think? And that's interesting to think about. Do you think that prep school kids are a little more advanced when it comes to like vices and shit? No, like but they're that? a little freer. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more accessible. You know what I'm saying? So, again, my my kid went to those schools, and you know, the shit like when you got when you got bread and you know what I'm saying you're doing a lot of vacationing and got a lot of guest houses and you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a little bit more alcohol it's, in the scene. It's definitely a little more alcohol. They're a little more free with letting the kids drink wine and shit, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, and, and, and um, you know what I'm saying? It's just a lot more, like, a lot more medication that's available and shit. Pills and shit. Like, you yeah. fuck with your mama pills and, you know what I'm saying, around the way, like, she gonna know. God damn it. God damn it. seven pills in this fucking with medicine. Let's get mad if you drink her Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They counting the Pepsi, the orange juice. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Dude. So it's a little, it's a little more free. It's a little more, you know, you do have parents that are more liberal that got a lot of bread. Right. So socially, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of, you know, susceptible because right. you know it's a lot of bread involved right they're a little liberal they free you know what i'm saying and the kids know which one is like that and they right. go to, that's the spot right you know what i'm saying it's a, it's a safe space it's a safe space it's, san- it's sanctioned you know what i'm saying it's a lot, and it's a lot of that like you know it's a lot of sanctioned shit. a lot of sanction a lot of sanctioned fucking and a lot of you know what i'm saying wow. because when you you know when you um when you get into a space where you know everybody's cool and all the families are of the ilk and you know what I'm saying everything's going everything's good and then the parents is drinking and right, chilling and right. you know what I'm saying doing their thing and eating good and you know what I'm saying it's a and controlled the, environment and then the it. kids are off doing their thing you know what I'm saying it's, right nobody's gonna get hurt it's out there you yeah. know everything's safe here mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's one of safe us here. everybody's everybody here everybody's good. He's from wow. a good family I ain't you know never I mean? really I mean I'm sure I, I kind of I don't think I've ever been in a situation where it was sanctioned fucking but, but I definitely but, but I'm saying no 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 no, no, no. I, I, I see what you're saying maybe not explicitly it's sanctioned. not said no but, but it's you like, give them enough room if you if you put put penis and vagina in the same space and give it enough room right. there will be some fucking of course <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I mean the same sanction is a different thing sanction. like I've heard of sanction like Look, well, well, they could if they gonna be here and they want to drink, they could drink as long as they're here. If they want to smoke a little weed, we ain't gonna, you know, which is always felt extreme to me. That's about right. extreme. I ain't never really heard. Like, listen, they want to go ahead and get they fuck. Nah, nobody, nobody really saying that. Nobody really saying that. But, but nobody they, put no controls right. to stop that shit either. They not supervising that. They not supervising it. You right. know what I'm saying? It was a situation where you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, we cool with a certain family, you know what I'm saying? And my, my wife is cool and they over there, you know, they having they doing their thing and then they decide they're gonna go to the to the restaurant 
and they're going to leave the kids there. The kids there are old enough to take care of themselves and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're 15, 16 right. years old at this time. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it's cool and they done known each other for all these many years and shit. Right. But you just can't leave. Let's no not goddamn. throw an alley. You. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what I call saints. Like, when you just leave the open, right. you leave the lane open. Right. Because everything's good. They good kids. They not going to do shit. But shit. Let me ask you, because you're a parent. Does that come from, you think that is, and obviously it's every case is different, but- and in general, do you think that's more of parents just the job of parenting could be so exhausting that you like, look, we about to go have a drink. They they cool. Hopefully they don't do no shit. Now obviously they able bodied it could happen. Right. But it's more of a like, listen, I just need a break. Or or is it uh or is it like a a lapse in judgment. Wait, no, you know I mean, what I mean? It's, it's like you trust, like you get to a certain point, you you feel like this these this set of kids, they won't do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the thought process. And that and that's kind of you projecting your own right, you, you, hopes. Right. You're like, this, these are good kids. They right. don't get in no trouble. Right. You know what I'm saying? They they responsible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you dip out a few minutes, come back, yeah, they're going to be... Or if, if you leave those kids independently... Yeah, they're going to be cool. They're going to, you know what I'm saying? But see, when I came up, it was always multiple levels of controls. Right. So if you're going to leave the kids, it's going to be one motherfucker that's outside of that fray, that's older, right. that's watching over the scenario. Start to run the show. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know what I'm saying? that's meaner than the grandma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. got a little power now. Right. So it's always, you always leave some controls. Right. But- in these types of situations, a lot of times it just be peers, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they're good kids. They right. not, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you say you, you, if your family in Martha's Vineyard, oh, the kids, they all good kids. You know what I'm right. saying? They just out on the beach, you know what I mean? It's a vacation. It's a vacation. This is lovely. We do this every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And shit happens. Be a vineyard, baby. <laughs> exactly. But, you know. That's what I call sanction. Not that you say, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. oh, man, go ahead and knock yourself out. Get player. your shit off. Get it off now. Nah. <laughs> I got some condoms in my, you know what uh, man? my but, cabinet. But yeah, man, shit like that, you know. Oh, man. So it is like when when there's more resources, it, it do get a little more more leeway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When shit tight, you know what I'm saying? You're in the apartment and you know what I'm saying? Don't close no doors in my house. Right, like right. <laughs> you know yeah, I was Shit. always saying that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Where did you stand growing up? I mean, not growing up, but with your children. Where'd you stand with, like, get a little sip of beer? Nah, I ain't Never with, that. Nah, nah. Never. That shit, nah. Mm, I ain't going to find that out on your own later when you're ready. But I'm not finna just, hey, hey, hey just mm. take some of this beer shit. Mm. Mm. That's what's up. Cause it it wasn't it wasn't like that. I'm I'm worse than my like in my house. Nobody, my pops, not, that shit didn't wasn't even in my house. Right. Not saying that he didn't do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't. They'll smoke some reefer. Right. But you know what I'm saying? That was more normal than liquor. Yeah, they wanted it was no lick no liquor never lived in my house. Right. Never. I right. never seen liquor live in the house. And and back in the day, reefer was a little bit more of a drug than liquor. It was a little <laughs> bit less but, but in your spot you said it was a little bit more normalized. Yeah, it was more. But it was, it was never it was never you could get ahead of this. Hell no. Okay. 
Nah. I done been in some, some uh, households where certain shit was normalized. Now, now I'm going to tell you this. Like, my grandma, she was smoked. She was smoked with my older cousins who wasn't grown. That was, like, just teeter-totters, right. 18-ish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which I thought was really weird. But motherfuckers be making, they make decisions off of, Situ- the situ- situational decisions. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you, if they, hey, you know, they, hey, yeah. Yeah, come on, ahead. come on. You know what I'm saying? You look old enough. Go ahead. You, oh, you ready? You done, you done, you done been around the block. Don't you four, tell your father four, five times. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you ain't, you ain't green. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? One of these suburb kids. Hilarious. <laughs> You'll be all right. Jake. All right. Not, you know what I'm saying? But nah, ain't nobody never offered me no refund. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I ain't get no reefer offers from <laughs> from parents and no shit like that. But I remember growing up, I might get a sip of beer or something every so often. But I do remember one of my homeboys, I went to his crib. I was young, but like mm-hmm. his mom's let him curse. And this wasn't right. even like a, a white friend. This was like one of my black friends. And he was cursing with his mom. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, it blew my fucking mind. Like, right. wow. But you know, everything is everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you had to manage your situation your way, and then you had to manage when your kids go into other situations. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And like I said, to see, you know, how my kids would react in a situation, you know what I'm saying? I don't put no heavy hand on it. I just sit back and watch it. You right. know what I'm saying? And if I got something to say, I'll say it. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna never not say what I got to say. Yeah. So, but you know, as far as how how I heard he handled the situation, he was proud. I, you know what I'm saying? Dope. I'm like, yeah. He, you know what I mean? I ain't got no real problems with that. Black fathers. Black fathers. There it is. <laughs> I feel like at that point we should we might as well roll out, man. I feel like that's a great place to end. <laughs> no doubt. You know what I mean? A good black fathers wrap up. Hey. Let the people know where you're gonna be. Man, I'm headed to the bottom, my nigga. Uh oh. That's three oh five, Dade County. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Hometown, motherland. You I know thought Louisiana man? was the bottom. Nah, nigga. Miami is the bottom. Well, that's Jeezy. Jeezy just that's said the bottom of the map, right. but Miami was is the official, official bottom. Okay. The bottom. Miami is the official Magic City. Uh-huh. There you know go. Saying? That was co-opted as well. Well, you know, the that was you know the 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 trans state right. stripper game in right in Miami and Atlanta was you know heavy. It became all time. one low continent. Yeah, it was all the same people just going back and forth. <coughs> so Rolex, gonna- Rolex, Magic City, Nikki's, Rolex. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be in Miami, then uh, Charlotte on Sunday, mm. and then uh, back up top to get back in the conversation. All right, all right. I'm gonna be here in the city. I don't think I have much going on. Again, my phone is dead, so I can't see what's going on. But uh, comedy knockout Thursdays at 11 p.m. And uh, until then, in the conversation every Wednesday. And until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the end. To get in the conversation. This is shit. We out. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation.